Hello and welcome back to the number one worstest podcast on the internet. Ooh, spicing it up there with the bad English. I like Thank it. You. Thank you. This, of course, is the fourth one podcast. I am Micaiah. That is Simeon. And How? we, of course, are coming to you live from Lettuce, Pennsylvania, the town that is known for uh, what they base Gotham City after. Uh, very accurate. I've seen a black figure just on the rooftops, just moving around when I drive yeah, up but there all the time. Instead of Batman, it is a homeless man that... <laughs> is off his meds and so he kind of just runs around in underwear and a black uh like blanket tied around his neck yep yep that checks out so it's kind of it looks more like um captain underwear yeah captain underpants captain underpants yep yep it looks more like captain underpants in black and he doesn't really save people from muggings he more does the muggings Uh, i see okay now that works out yeah. Want to hear a joke? Uh, yeah, I want to hear a joke. What's uh, Rob Gronkowski's favorite day of the year? June 9th. What? <laughs> Touchdown! I'm not explaining that to anybody who doesn't get it. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on, indeed. One has to go. Bacon, tacos, donuts, or sushi? Sushi. Don't even get it out. I don't like sushi. I'm not a sushi person. All right. Well, you're wrong because the answer is bacon. Comment down. uh, First of all, everyone comment down below. Which one goes bacon, tacos, donuts, or sushi? Or DM DM Micaiah. Either one. But comment down below. Go to our YouTube page. Comment down below. But the answer is sushi. The answer is Um, bacon. But, but, okay. Because sushi is more like a meal with tacos. So it's really between donuts and bacon. And in that case, I would go bacon. Bacon. I mean, donuts. Sorry. I like bacon too much. What? You can't put donuts. Which one will kill you faster, donuts or bacon? Donuts. Bacon. No, don't. Hands down, it's bacon. Well, bacon has more fat in it and therefore more cholesterol. Well, not therefore more cholesterol, but more cholesterol. Donuts is fried in fat. It's basically all fat. You render out the fat in bacon if you're eating it correctly. It's it's bacon. Okay. Bacon well, is just pure grease, right to the arteries of the heart, just clogging them. Just I'm just absolutely hung- clogging them. Yeah. Okay. We've off to a great start. I am. Um, I'm hungry now. Let's just put it that way. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, we have a great show for you. Not quite as packed as last week, but that's all right. Uh, so to come on the show today, tennis balls and steroids, they're very similar. No one cares that the NFL schedule has been released. And we're going to preview the NBA play-in tournament, which uh, I'm actually kind of looking forward up? to. Yes, that is coming up on the 18th, which I believe is a Tuesday. Next Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. On a Tuesday. No one cares! All right. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, well, I want to start with this. Uh, okay. Mark Emmerich, who is probably known as, well, so if Roger Goodell is known as Thanos, right? We, we made that comparison last week. Yeah. Mark Emmerich would be whatever big bad guy Marvel's cooking up for the next Avengers to fight. He's the, you know how there's a guy who's just, 
so good that he's scary. Like Thanos, he's purple. He's a purple thumb, so he's not that scary. You know, like um, Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor is now scary for two different reasons, but he was kind of <laughs> scary like to begin with. And I get that I was watching him at a younger age, but he was kind of scary because of how accurate it is and how he portrayed them. Yeah, that's kind of how Mark Emery Emmert. Mark Emmerich is kind of like uh, Davy Emmert. Jones. Oh yeah, E M M E R T. Well, he he doesn't. He's so bad at his job. He doesn't deserve me to actually pr- give him the correct pronunciation of his last name. Um, he's like Davy Jones from uh, yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. That's a good comparison. Thank you. There Thank it you. Is. Thank you. So Mark Emmerich. So so let me start with this. Emmerich. The end. The NCAA mm-hmm. is pushing for uh, players to be able to benefit off of their name, image, and likeness. Basically, is they can go college athletes now can go to a autographing session and make money, get paid for that. Mm-hmm. They can get paid for their jersey sales. They can get paid for appearance in video games. They can get signed shoe deals. They can do car commercials. Stuff like that, right? That all makes mm-hmm. sense to everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the NCAA, right now it's in the Supreme Court. And as soon as that ruling comes down, which is expected to allow college athletes to do it, then the NCAA has to pass pass it. And it's called uh, the uh, uh, I Name, Image, and Likeness Action Ruling. Mark emmert nil for short nil just like the short. amount of money that players will see uh i don't think that's true but sure nil okay. for sure okay. uh he is pushing for nil action before or near near july 1st which that is when the supreme court ruling is supposed to come down now uh, five states that currently host college campuses have already put into effect um that players are allowed to benefit off of name, image, and likeness, California being one of them. Yes. I knew they were going to be one of them. I was going to try to guess them. Is it California, oh. Oregon, Washington? Are those three of the five? I think... You I know, think I, I have no idea, but that probably... Probably. It's actually... The dates concede with when the new laws... I'm looking at the article that you have here. Yep. With the new laws in Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, and New Mexico. So um, three of the the SEC basically, which right. is interesting. Yeah, I mean, be, but that I would makes think sense they're the because... ones who wouldn't want it the most. Well, no, because they still the only way they're going to continue getting all of the top talent in the SEC is if, is they if get... they're the first ones to be able to do this. So right, anyway, let's... so Mark, oh, so Mark Emmer is nice is basically putting out there that as soon as these rulings come down, that is basically is going to be in favor of the nil law yeah. that he wants an emergency vote as soon as that comes down to be able to pass this through so that this can be a thing so that college athletes can go. So I just want to give a, um, a, some, this is a scenario where sometimes bad people can do good things or bad bosses can do good things. Cause I'm not, He's not a bad person. Well, I don't know if he's a bad person, but he's bad at his he could job. Eat young children? We don't know. He could eat young children. Yes, but I don't think so. But this is one of the case where a 
person who's bad at their job can finally does something good. So good job, Mark Emmert. I'm going to be the only one to clap there. Excellent. No one cares. All right. I know you've, okay, hold up. I will give you some pushback. Not really pushback. I will give you some like, anyway. Yeah, you did good. You've been pushing for the the nil action for players for since NCAA 14, like 2015, basically. I've been pushing it since I've been in college football. Yeah, so it's good. It's good on them. There are, yeah, I, I don't see a really negative side effect. Like kids can go make money elsewhere. Like doctors, when you're in residency, you get paid. So like, come on, man, like pay the players. Um, makes sense. You have well, the money I, too. We know well, that. Don't, I mean, you don't have to directly pay the players. <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, right. allow the NLT and he, he's doing the right thing. He's gotten a lot of flack in the past for NC or all the money that the NCAA tournament has made. And even uh, John Oliver did a couple things, you know, the amount of money that Michigan <laughs> brings in alone and they suck. Um, you know, it's good. Good for him. Good for him. Good job, Micaiah. Sorry. Good job here. You know, it became personal with me. It you know, became personal with me. Uh, that one I didn't fix. Sorry. Oh, and Simeon still sucks at his job. Simeon everybody. still sucks at his job, everybody. Uh, did you see what, what Russell Westbrook did? No, I didn't. What did he do besides boss ball straight up? Uh, yeah, well, he did just that 181 okay. times. Russell Westbrook this week broke the uh, most triple doubles, uh, for an NBA career that Oscar Robinson had previously set. It had stood for 40 years and uh, Oscar Robinson had 181 career triple doubles. A triple double is when you have 10 or more points, 10 or more rebounds and 10 or more assists or 10 or more blocks. You just have to have as the name, three categories of 10 or more. Um, And he got to that, uh, Mark this week, 181. He broke that record, which uh, he has now averaged a triple double in four of his last five seasons. And the only person before him to average a triple double throughout the entire season was Oscar Robinson, and he only did it like twice. So, Russell Westbrook, my problem with Russell Westbrook has never been. Um, his play, I always knew that he was great. My problem with Russell Westbrook, and I think that Jeb would tell you the same thing, who I wanted to have on today to talk about this, but uh, fortunately he could not be with us. Lame. Uh, yeah. He, Russell, my problem with Russell Westbrook is his amazing stat line. He's a stat sheet f- stuffer. His right. stats don't translate. He's a high school player, yeah. His stats, yeah, don't translate to wins. And the best evidence of that is the Washington Wizards right now are sitting in the 10 seed and he's going to average a triple-double this year. The Oklahoma City Thunder, the highest he had them without Kevin Durant was a five seed and they bounced. They got bounced in the first round. The only time Russell Westbrook was past the second round was when he was with Kevin Durant, who will go down as a Hall of Famer. and. James Harden, before he was James Harden, who will also be a... Uh, so when he was playing with two other Hall of Famers, that's the only time he got past the second round. That's really he's, my only problem with Russell Westbrook. Well, that is clothing choice. He's having... Um, 
the same problem Kobe had in his final years with the Lakers. Um, he just needs the amount of touches that he needs in order to get the points is the issues that he's running into. So is the issues that he's, that's why I said he's like a high school player, right? Well, Some that of these, in his, right. And that in his jump shot has drastically declined every year. Like, yeah, he, cause he's had to go to, he feels like he has to go to the, ba- he feels like he has to go to the basket. He doesn't just stand there and take shots, which is his problem. Um, so Rod is buying the Minnesota Timberwolves for $1.5 billion with a B. dollars with the B. Well, yeah. him and his group that he's yeah. buying with Mark Lowe, e-commerce mogul, as I see right here. So, so just to <coughs> excuse me, catch everyone up. The wizard. Yeah. The wizards currently are in the 10 seed. They're 32 and 38. So they'll they're qualify a game and a half behind. Yeah. They're qualified for the play in tournament as long as they don't lose like the final their final like three games cb stands for oh clinch playoff players yeah they're not clinched yet they're still fighting with the chicago right basically so and 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 it's not like he doesn't have any help in washington he's playing with bradley beal who's right now a top five scorer in in the nba yeah but it's not like bradley beal it's not like when bradley beal was playing with john wall where they complimented each other it's a it's like you want what you want is uh is Russell Westbrook on like a Warriors team where he's like a shooting guard that can drive to the rim. Well, no, not, not even that. You want, you want want Shaq and Kobe. That's the problem. You, you want, you want Russell Westbrook to take 10 shots a game. That's what you want. Yeah. But because if he takes right. And when he takes 20, his efficiency just, you want Shaq and Kobe. You don't want, and you can't really do Shaq and Kobe anymore uh, for I mean, some he, reason. He's but. had multiple 20 assist game this year, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. But he, he'll take like 30 shots a game. Yeah, because he drives to the basket and passes it out. I know exactly what how he's or getting Or he'll drive assist. to the basket and miss layups. And right. he'll take wild three-point shots that he shoots like at 20-some percent. His jump love shot to, isn't any good. 100%. I would love to know what his efficiency is. Like, that's my question. Good. I wouldn't imagine it is. I'm going to see if I can't get this stat. Well, it, you know. or it is, but it's skewed because of how because of how good he is at rebounding and assisting. Well, that's because he's so big. I mean, when you think of athlete, you think of two people he, in the NBA. You think of well, like he's yoked. You think I think when I think of a pure athlete who could do like it all, who could have gone to the NFL, who could have played NHL, maybe not LeBron James, but. Could have like you could have played any sport he wanted to because they are just an athlete. The He's answer six, is three. Yeah, the answer is Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. Those are people who are at, they're not one to me. They're not one sport athletes. His his per is forty fourth in the league, and that's what is per player efficiency rating. Yeah, yeah. he's twenty three. Uh, to put it in perspective, his center is twenty six. He has someone on his team who's more efficient. Than he is. What's um Bradley to... Be- Bradley Beal, who is on his team. Oh, wait, is, no, that's Bradley is, Beal is 23. He's right, 19. He, he's 17. He Bradley Beal's 17th in the league. Yeah. He has Man, Bradley Beal needs to get on a contender already. He really does. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to just think here. Someone else. Let's just go look at the Brooklyn Nets and the 76ers, because it's just they're two teams in the East. Um, and they're the contenders. So the stats for the Brooklyn Nets, just to put it in perspective, James Harden's <laughs> per is twenty five. Yeah, so his ex teammate. Um, 
And Kevin and Durant, since you're on there, look at Kevin Durant. I got Kevin Durant's Sixers. 27 and Kyrie Irving's 24. Um, jo- Joel, or uh, I'm looking uh, for Joel. Joel Embiid, right Embiid is 31. Yeah. And Tobias Harris is 20. And Ben Simmons is 18. Where the flip is Joker? He plays for the Nuggets, right? Yep. And the MVP leader, which I saw somebody else, some other Eastern European guy says Jokic shouldn't be, which is hilarious. Joker, uh, Jokic, sorry, is 31. Jokic, sorry. Is 31. 31. Right. So he's right behind Joel Embiid. How many blocks? He is 0.2 blocks a game behind, and he would have every stat in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and For the Nuggets? For the Nuggets. I'm telling you, I mean, we covered this uh, about a month ago now, maybe. Yeah. Jokic should be the M- should be the MVP, I think in he's my the opinion. Fr- he's the front runner. I don't I, think- no, I don't, I don't think so anymore. I think it's Joel Embiid now, which which I have a problem I mean, with that's- because Joel Embiid was out for like three weeks. Yeah, I think I think it shows that. I think it. Sh- yes, I agree. But it's like it, that's the question of the Ben Simmons rookie of the year question mark like oh well i disagree i also disagreed with the fact it's like that ben s- simmons and- won w- rookie of the year yeah, yeah it was yeah i agree with you right so um since we're talking about basketball let's uh preview the play-in tournament yeah i have it pulled up here uh i'm gonna throw All it in right. the chat so you can pull it up too if you want to uh, i mean um, i have it right here but uh, wow that sucks okay you want to uh, start yeah so we got in the western conference this is kind of this is weird Okay, so there's a play-in tournament. We go to the 10th seed now. Usually it's just one through eight, and it's a standard playoff seed standings where one plays eight, you know, two plays so, seven, so on and so forth. Two plays three seven, plays three plays six, and four plays five. Yep. Best, of, best of seven, you go to whoever wins best of seven, you know, yep. at the end. So now we're adding two teams. Um, sort of. Sorry, we're not adding two teams. We're adding... Well, yeah, we're adding we're, at, we're basically taking the first four format from the NCAA tournament. So basically, we're yeah. adding well, kind of it's it, this is giving two teams the chance to make it in. So. So, yeah. OK, I see what they're doing now. Instead of instead of seven playing two, what they're doing is seven and eight are now playing each other. The winner of that game, um, and you can just go to NBA.com slash standings. They have a thing there, really easy graphic. Um, The winner of the 7-8 seed. Of the um, 7-8 game. Of the 7-8 game goes and plays the two seed. They get slotted in at the the 7th seed just like they would regularly. You got it. The loser plays the winner of the 9 and 10 game. Right. Okay. You got it. And then they okay. get, and then whoever wins that, wins game, that gets, game gets slotted again, the eighth seed against the number one seed. There you so go. whoever loses the nine, 10 is automatically out. So, so, ba- so, so seven ha- and eight, basically it's double elimination for them. Yep. yep. Um, nine and 10 single elimination. So how the it works out. You, right. Yeah. How it works out is if you're the seventh or eighth seed, you just have to win one time yeah. to make the playoffs. Yeah. Nine, nine or 10. If you're nine or 10, you have to win twice. Right. So we talked about last week how LeBron James is being a crybaby about this because he might have to play in it. Um, he's so currently having to play in it. He's currently Steph. having to play in it, but let's preview it. So let's start out West because the yeah. West is the most fascinating. So break it down for me. What what we got? You want to start 9-10? 
Um, well, so I want to preface this just real quick. Five, six, and seven are all one game apart. So, so the fifth seed is currently the Portland Trailblazers. The sixth are the Dallas Mavericks. They're both sitting with 29 losses. Then the seven seed, which is currently LeBron James and the, the aforementioned yep. LeBron James and the Lakers, mm-hmm. have 30 losses. Right. So there is a chance that the seventh seed could change, but we're just going to preview it what it is right now because I believe the Lakers will have to be in the playing tournament with how they're playing right now. Yeah. Unless if the Mavericks, well, the Mavericks, like the Lakers are five and five in the last 10 and the Trailblazers and the Mavericks are nine and one and eight and two respectively. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I think it's pretty safe to say maybe with a few juggling, I don't think it's going to be a question of, I don't think seven through 10 is going to be a question <coughs> of who they are. It's just where they are in those positions. I don't think anybody's going to creep up into six. Right. Nobody's, well, I don't think anybody's going to take Dallas. I'm well, just, so, so or I, Portland. Right. Like, so, Right. Okay. So yeah, let's start with nine ten. So nine ten is currently and probably will end up being San Antonio. Yep. And here's the kicker. Yeah. It will be either San Antonio, right, versus Memphis or Golden State. Okay. So let's Mem- just let's just go where it is right now. Okay. It would be San Antonio. But I, I do Memphis. I do just want to quick explain. Memphis and yep. Golden State both have thirty three losses. It's just yep. Golden State holds the tiebreaker, so they're currently sitting at eight. So again, we're Correct. Pre- they, we're they're a ha- previewing they also, as they've played one more game as well, so they're actually right. a half game ahead as well. Okay, so so both both of those stats matter. Yes, both of those stats. So here we go. Okay, so Memphis and San Antonio. Yep, San Antonio has gone from dominating the late nineties, very yep. late nineties, like ninety eight, yep. ninety nine in the Western yep. Conference, and two thousands yep. to the two thousand ten. When Tim Duncan and Greg Popovich, they had about a 20-year run together. Yep. Tim Duncan is the greatest power forward of all time. Greg mm-hmm. Popovich at one time is known as the greatest coach in NBA history. He's he's up on the list for yeah, sure. He's be- best basketball coach. Right. Okay. Right. Not they even sen- just best he- right. NBA They have coach. since, since Tim Duncan retired, since they lost Kawhi Leonard, they have yep. since fallen from grace and they have now constantly been somewhere seeding at the end of the year between seven and 10. Okay. So just a little backstory. Memphis is a rebuilding. Mm -hmm. Memphis was very hot with John Morant last year. They were sitting in the seventh seed. And they weren't supposed to, sorry, just interrupt. They weren't supposed to be there last year. Right. right. They're not supposed to be there this year. They're on like a five-year rebuild. So the fact that John Morant was able to spark something. Right. And John, John Moran's excellent. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Just, just putting that out there. Okay. Great. Wonderful. Thank you for doing that for the yep. listeners. So then COVID happened last year with Memphis. And then mm-hmm. in the bubble, they basically lost all the mojo that they had and missed the playoffs. But yep. they were Which, going, they, they were on track before the season stopped. So yep. this is basically... Who has the better player? And the answer is Memphis with John Moran. I mean, John Moran's... I mean, San Antonio has always been more of a team-oriented basketball... Now, basketball is a team sport. Yes, obviously. But even with Tim Duncan, you had Tony Parker, you had Manu Ginobili. It was about... It was about spreading the ball around. You knew all their starters' names. Right. Even if you weren't a fan, because that's how good they were. Everybody... They would play good defense. 
anybody could score at any given time. They would wind the shot clock all the way down and then score, right? Yeah. And they yep. would play great defense. Yep. San Antonio's leading scorer this year is a guy, oh, is DeMar DeRozan, who was, he was traded for Kawhi Leonard when they traded Kawhi Leonard to Toronto. Yep. Okay. The we've covered the Memphis Grizzlies yep. already. How they're kind of ahead of schedule right now in the ninth seed. Their leading scorer score is John Morant at not at nineteen points a game. So this comes down to who do you trust more? Do you trust the team that's ahead of schedule with the more explosive and younger athletes, or do you trust the more veteran? DeMar DeRozan, who's been in the league over a decade, yep. and Greg Popovich, Greg Popovich in a one-game winner-take-all. Yeah, I think um, I think what we see about DeMar DeRozan getting moved to the... Uh, two Spurs? things kind of brace out. Getting moved to the Spurs is... I think he was the reason that they couldn't get over the hump in... For sure. In in Toronto. Yep. Um. I like Memphis just because they have some swagger. In this case, I like Memphis because they have some swagger. They're not making a run. Don't get me wrong. They need they're one or two pieces away. Sure. Um, so they're almost there. So I like the spur. I like. Sorry, I like Memphis specifically just because it is. But I wouldn't. I would also be surprised. You know, these these are one play. These are one games, right? Right. Yep. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's buzzer beater material sort so, of deal. But DeMar so, DeMozan uh, isn't as clutch as like a John Morant, I feel right. like. Right. So so the Memphis Grizzlies currently are in the ninth seed and Spurs are in the 10th. The Grizzlies are three games ahead of the Spurs. Right. So it's not like it's close. Right. I, again, we covered the gap. The gap is closer for the Grizzlies and the Warriors. Right. Right. Okay, so I'm also I'm gonna roll with Memphis too. I think they got a great thing going on. I think they're a little bit better balance. And Ja Morant, Ja has the ability to just go off for forty at any yeah. given time. And I, I think I think the Spurs still are old. Yeah, I also want to say here real quick: the Spurs are old. I think they need to blow it up and do rebuild. I wouldn't be surprised if Popovich is going to retire in the next one or two years. He's getting old. His health isn't the best. His, his his wife died a few years ago, didn't he? Didn't she? Um, or she has cancer, or, or she something. has cancer. Yes. Yeah, she very like the dude should just. Go I mean, play he with is the in his seventies, so yeah, the, the dude should go play with his grandkids, enjoy the, if he has them. You know, enjoy life. He's been he's moved basketball along. He's a great leader. Awesome job, pop. Right. Go retire. You're you're great. Okay, no one would be like, oh my gosh, she's so selfish. No, go retire. Um, the thing is with the NBA draft also, I want to say the fact we're, we're talking up John Morant is it's a lot. I was thinking about this the other day. It's a lot less predictable than the NFL draft. Um, yeah, it's more of it's a developmental very, draft. It's very, very, very hit or miss. Right. Um, there are guys like Ben Simmons, like Zion Williamson who get talked up and then you're like, and then get talked up. They just were playing really good. Professional basketball and college basketball and high school basketball, very different animals. The the gap so, between high school basketball and college basketball is closer than the gap between college basketball and the NBA. You're learning a whole new game. It's like it's like the difference between I mean, like, the same can be said with football too. 
Sure. I feel like, but I feel like it's closer because the game is. Well, and in football, you're more mature when you come in. You're exactly. at least 21 years old. But you watch a college game and it's totally different than when you watch an NBA game. It, sure. An NBA game looks like a sh- the difference between a McDonald's line cook and a chef, like a professional chef. Like that's to me, right. that's what it looks like. The difference. It's the difference in between the Burger King drive through in Lidditz and the Chick-fil-A drive through in Lidditz. Yeah. Which isn't in lettuce, but that's all that you have it. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to let people know the fact that John Morant is here and Memphis is a small market team. You know, they they only have basketball in Memphis. It's small market team. There's hype. They got a great fan base. And that's why they lost because they didn't have their fan base. They lost all their hype, all their momentum moving in yep. um, last I year. I will so. note this. So, not, so Memphis, this would be a home game for Memphis. Memphis yep. is 16 and 18 at home. Yeah. And the Spurs are 19 and 16 on the road. Yeah. Memphis is also 20 and 15 on the road. So they would actually. And here's be the thing better. is we also can't really mark. Granted, Tennessee is more open than, you know, northern states and western states when it comes to fans and attendance. Um, but at the same time, you can't really write home and away records there's no 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 that that's a good point but in terms of sleeping habits you're staying in your bed yeah you're, you're, yeah, you're you don't home, have to say you have the, your routine travel. yeah so so i think okay we're both picking memphis let's go yeah. on to seven and eight now Very again long. sorry sorry who's these, injured <laughs> these both that's could the question ch- wait who uh, yeah i mean who's not, it Who's injured? We we know that these can be flip flopped. We know these, but we're right. breaking down the teams. We'll have Jeb on to do an official one. Well, it'll be it'll be played by probably by the time we record next week. Oh, does he start next week? Yeah, I told you me- Tuesday. Yeah, I just so, dude, I missed. I'm sorry. It's, it's a couple minutes ago. I've been working on being the best podcaster possible. Okay, and Calm you're still and you're still we know got that the sound we still bites suck. on loop. You know, uh, only only the one. <laughs> sorry, mom. Okay, so you can go suck it. Okay, um, which suck I should what? I should have I should have a suck it, you know. But bigger dude. But that's just me. <laughs> so okay, so the Lakers and Golden State. This truly, as you said, is who's hurt. Right. So right now, Anthony Davis is hurt and not hurt. He's day to day. Let's look at the Lakers injury report. Okay. Well, I'm looking at to put this into perspective. The Golden State Warriors in the last 10 games. I just, I want to put this. The Golden State Warriors in the last 10 games are seven and three. Yep. The war, the Lakers are, I said Warriors, right? The Warriors yep. are seven and three. Lakers yep. are five and five. On a three game winning streak. On a th- they're both on, the Warriors are on a four game. Lakers are on a three game. Uh, LeBron Warriors James- are, are healthier. Yes. And LeBron James is expected to be back, I believe. Okay, LeBron James does have a playoff mode. We all know it's famous at this point of LeBron James's playoff mode. Um, However, if there is one kryptonite, it is the Golden State Warriors for LeBron James, especially if he doesn't have Anthony Davis. I don't see them push. If they don't have Anthony Davis, I don't see them pushing even with an injured clay. But the Warriors have looked red hot as of this month and last month and the the past 30 days. Um, Lakers injured. I'm putting my money on the. I'm, I'm putting my money on the Warriors. Close, very close. Uh, and if it's the last shot, Lakers have a last shot. My money's lost. LeBron James is hitting that shot. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, you're wrong here. 
Okay. If I mean, LeBron and Anthony Davis play, which I am expecting them to. Yeah. Golden State's not winning. LeBron James is not losing. That's what to I said. The eighth seed. No, Golden no, State. and that's what I said. Is if he has Anthony Davis, my my prediction here is if he does not have Anthony Davis. If he has Anthony Davis, it's going to be close. But it's no, going to be Anthony one of those games Davis that's close. That's has not played close. more in the last two weeks than LeBron has. So Anthony Davis will be there, dude. The with load management, with everything, I don't even know how these injury reports work in the NBA. More everybody is a freaking diva in the NBA. Lakers by two. Next question. Move on to the East. It's not even. Well, Shut okay, up. Okay, can I give my rundown? Can no. Can I give my rundown? No. You, we know that you will bend down and kiss LeBron James's feet. We know you're a LeBron James fanboy. I'm actually Move not. On. Yes, but, you are. Okay. Yes, you are. Um, yes, you are. So, so then who's, win- so then who's yeah, winning yeah. between Memphis and Golden State? It's Steph, right? Yeah, I think you have to do. I think you have to do Steph there. But if he has are, a good game, are or you an concerned game. that because right now at this point, I'm going to bet. OK, let me ask you this in the seven, eight matchup. Yeah. Who has more points, LeBron or Steph? Pr- it'd probably be LeBron, right? Yeah, it'd be Steph. Oh, in that matchup? No, in that matchup. In that right. matchup, it'd be Steph. Yeah. So what? So the only. And we all know if Steph gets hot. You yes. can't cool him off. Right. That's the problem. So, so, and Steph this year has been incredibly hot. No one was expecting this from the Golden State Warriors. So, and if, Steph. St- if Steph drops 50, I mean, the Warriors could roll the Lakers. Sure. Lakers have been Especially if hot they don't have and cold defensively. Yes. Right. Hot and cold defensively. So I, so, I think we're on the same page. Anthony Davis and LeBron play. Lakers are winning a close game. Yep. If they don't, Warriors are winning, and Warriors still might win anyway. Memphis and Golden State would then would play, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we both have the Warriors win. I'll allow it. All right, great. So let's go to the East then. Yeah. Where it's three of the four teams are locked in. Right now, it will be Boston, Charlotte. Again, order to TBD, but this is the yeah. order we'll go in. Boston, yeah. Charlotte, Indiana, and Washington. Which I'm pretty sure it will be that order just because of how the games stack. The up. East is 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 uh, historically pretty. Concrete. The East is they his- don't jump around too much. The East is historically worse than the West. Yes, that that and like they their history like they when a, when you're in your seed you're basically going to be in that seed. It is right? my belief that if Once Michael you Jordan May played in the Western Conference, he would not have six championships. Ooh. Hot take. I like it. It's not even that hot because it's absolutely correct. He would have had to go through. So, I mean, I mean, who, who did you? So at the beginning of his career, he would have had magic and Kareem, right? Then he had, um, Malone and Stockton, Malone and Stockton, as well as the twin towers in Houston were the late eighties too, weren't they? So Uh, I don't remember. He would have had, then he had, um, he, he had, uh, Charles Barkley was in Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, the Sonics were good. Yep. Uh, the Trailblazers were good. Yep. Like, uh, like all the stars were out west. Right. So the uh, Jordan, it was kind of like LeBron. Like yep. LeBron, when he was in the Eastern Conference, it was when is he going to be challenged? Oh, you got to wait until the finals. Right. Basically, it was like, oh, okay, LeBron's going to win, especially when he went to Miami. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, the seven eight seed. You flip flop the seeds here from 
the seven eight seed in the East looks more like the nine ten. You know, a team that should be doing a lot better than they are, and a team that's really hot because their rookie is and their young person is really hot. And their nine ten seed, it's like, eh, like who who cares? It's who are you picking in that? So the Boston Celtics in their last ten are three and seven. Well, this and is have the seven eight seed. Sorry for and those have listening. Lost four straight. The Charlotte Hornets are four and six in their last ten and have lost two straight. Yeah. The Indiana Pacers are five and five and have won two straight. Yeah. And the Washington Wizards are five and five and have lost two straight. Yeah. Uh, you take you take the Wizards against the the Pacers because they're just not established, right? I feel like that you have Beal and yeah, you have Westbrook in that I, I, game. Beal finally gets a postseason shot. Yes, I'm taking yeah. Beal and Westbrook. I don't yeah. think that I don't think Westbrook's competitive edge why yes i just said that they don't really translate to wins yeah it's sometimes they do and in this case a one game playoff they do now these two teams literally just played earlier this week and beal had 50 westbrook had a 30 point triple double with 20 assists yeah and uh indiana karis lavert had 30 and sabonis had a 50 burger as well like they combined for all these points and it was a high scoring affair affair. So I'm going to take Washington. I'm going to take the 10 seed. Yeah, I think uh, I take Washington. No questions asked. Let me, let me give you, you'll know none of these names, but sure. let me know if you know any of these names. Okay. Leading, leading score, Malcolm Brog Brogdon Brogdon. Yes, I know him. Okay. Leading rebounder, Demantis Sabonis. Sabonis. Yes, he played for Only Gonzaga. Yeah. Assists, Sabonis. Steals, TJ McConnell. Blocks, Justin Holiday. Yeah. I know all of those names. Two of those guys are white. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put it that way. I don't mean to be racist, but, but two of those guys are white. Sorry, ma'am. Like, it... It is. It's well, just, two. Well, and 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 two of them are right around. Like T.J. McConnell is like five eleven, and yeah. Justin Holiday is like six two. I'll give so, it to the Pacers. I'm surprised they're above the ten seed. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, the Pacers, but they're barely there. Yeah, the Pacers should not have gotten rid of Victor Victor Oladipo. Oladipo. That was yeah. the worst trade for them. Um, so, um, I I'm rolling with Washington. I'm just rolling. I'm rolling with the superstar. The better the yeah, two better superstars. I don't think it's a question. I think it's them by like six, seven, eight. This is a very interesting game. I, let uh, me let me let me lead into this. Sure, I'm taking Boston. Okay, it's an interesting game for everything besides the players on the court. First of all, Boston underperforming drastically, 35 and 35. They should yep. not be they nope. should not be a 500 right. team. Yep. Okay? Charlotte, extremely overperforming. They were not expecting it. to be above the 10 seed this year, okay? Excellent excellent an- analyzing right now. I love it. Also, Boston Charlotte, you have the scary Terry, you have the what's the guy on oh, frick, I just forgot Kemba his Walker. Name. Kemba Walker. There's a there's almost like a rivalry of spite for the players against themselves. Because the uh, against the, the opposing team against yeah. the opposing team, not necessarily against opposing players. I would love to see that translate. I need a little bit of drama in my NBA. There's been no drama in the NBA recently. I want like I want Terry Rozier to like go off for forty this game because 
and Screw he you. had and he has the ability to yeah and i so, want to see kemba walker just drop bombs like this is why like he's been you underperforming want, you yes you want to see cardiac kemba breaking people's ankles yeah. with that yeah, step I'm, back elbow jumper i need a yeah. little bit of drama i want beef okay there's no good beef anywhere to be seen in the sports landscape right now besides the rangers and besides hockey a little bit hockey right now there's no good beef I want beef, okay? I get that I have to cut out beef of my life, but I need to replace it somehow, and we might as well replace it in sports. Uh, so are you aware um, Jalen Brown's done for the year? Okay, cool. Jalen Brown's done for the year with uh, the, for the Celtics. Uh, he was their second leading scorer behind Jason Tatum. I have always made the Silent. argument he's the better player than Jason Tatum. He's the he's second the, leading scorer. The, the more consistent player than Jason Tatum. Uh, I'm going to take Charlotte here. LaMelo Ball gives them the energy. Interesting. He's going he's to bring that big brawler brand energy. Yeah. Uh, he's going to bring his 19-year-old, let's get up, let's get down. I like Terry Rozier to have a more bigger chip on his shoulder and be able to do something about it than Kemba Walker. Yeah. The Celtics <laughs> have underachieved all year, so why not just underachieve one more time? Yeah. Um, so then that leaves us with Washington and Boston. Who you got? Oh, yeah. Washington, Boston. Um, wait, you said you you meant, oh, or this is the losing seed. Washington, Boston. Uh, Washington. This is for the, yeah. Again, yeah. again, you have two super, and I don't trust uh, Tatum, and I don't trust Kemba, and I mm-hmm. think the Celtics get blown up. Brad Stevens is out of a job, unfortunately. Uh, Brad Stevens needs to go somewhere like, well, honestly, he needs to go somewhere like like Charlotte. Yeah. Or Indiana What's with Gordon with a with a whole bunch of team first players and no superstars. Yeah, I mean that's how that's why we did. Uh, where was he at? Um, Frick Butler. That's how he was at Butler, right? right? That's the thing. Yep. So actually, funny enough, I forgot Gordon Hayward's on the Hornets now. Yes, he is. But Under, he was on the Celtics before he was that. On the Celtics, it was a big signing. He was left at Jazz, went yep. to the Celtics got injured and then underperformed. Yep. Now, he underperformed because like <clears throat> sorry, he was on un- he underperformed because uh he had a bunch of talent around him so he didn't have to perform. Gordon Hayward does better when he has to carry a team. When but he can be the Gordon Hayward the does guy. better when he can be the a piece of the puzzle and not the whole puzzle. Yeah. If that makes sense. It does. It makes total sense. So Yeah, that's uh I think that I think it, that's, so bet wisely, okay. everyone. Bet the money lines. Don't bet the money lines. I don't care. You know, do what you want. But uh, we have it. So we have the Lakers, and we have Memphis, and then we have Golden State mm-hmm. beating Memphis, and mm-hmm. we have Washington, and we have Charlotte, and then mm-hmm. we have Washington again. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think it's going to be, and I think, and then next week we will preview the playoffs. The whole playoffs, yeah. yes. Should be Which, interesting. Or I, those the first games, round. Yeah. They might get, what, it's Tuesday. They might be on in the background for me. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Oh, yeah. oh for, for sure. I mean, I'll probably be in bed, but I'm going to keep tabs on it. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's not like they're not. Again, the, the sports have just been lackluster in entertainment value. For it's been for drama. Yeah. Sports yeah. normally gives you a little bit of drama. It's been at least basketball have been lacking drama this year. Yeah. Um, the NBA, uh, created a social justice award given to yeah, the player that. to, 
what do you call it? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Has the biggest social justice impact? Yeah, probably. Basically. It's kind it of d- like the, does pu- the most- Walter Payton Award, probably. That's exactly. Thank you. Okay. So the NBA has always been behind the NFL. I mean, look at it. The NBA. Which is funny because they're supposed to be cooler screaming, than the NFL. Was screaming that COVID's the end of the world. And then the NFL, and they had to play in a bubble and couldn't have any fans. And then the yeah. NFL's just like, we're going to have fans and do it anyway. Yeah. And did an entire season. Yeah. And the NBA has always been about players and the NFL has always been about the league. And, yeah. and yet the NFL has been more successful and the NBA has always been hot and cold. And when yeah. they don't, and when the NBA don't have a superstar, they've always lacked something mm-hmm. or the guy, I should say not a superstar. Cause there are many superstars. The NBA, like, why hasn't the NBA had a... So the Walter Payton Man of the Year is someone who demonstrates... Um, I forget what the terminology is, but they basically go out in the community and they foster... Servant leadership. It's basically a servant leadership award. Exactly. It's a servant leadership in the community to an NFL player. Whether it's and schools you, or, right. you know... And then you get to wear a patch on your jersey that says, yeah. I and you get a nice award. bronze trophy. You get a nice bronze trophy. It is known as the most prestige... Pros, oh my goodness. Prestigious. Presti- thank you. Yeah. Award in the NFL. Yeah. The and NBA, then, for whatever reason, just didn't have that. Which is interesting because the NBA has always been... They named it after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, for which there's a little... I know enough to be dangerous. He did a lot in the social... In the uh, uh, civil rights movement. Correct. In, when, yes. he was, when he was there. Um, it was a good move by them. Um, no, I'm not saying it is. I'm, I'm just saying it no. went... Why hasn't this been a y- thing? You would think, yeah. Right. The problem that the NBA, you you kind of see it. The problem that the NBA has is the fact that they're more player focused than they are league focused. League focused, yeah. Um, and that leads them to be extremely hot and cold because men are fal- malleable, fallible. They they will die off. Fallible, fa- whatever that word is. Um, uh. Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> and you just move on. Um, they just move on, and the league it has to do the shield, and players come and go. And they understand that and they get hot and cold when we buy their jerseys and then they get traded. Um, so, yeah, uh, good on them. Should have done it sooner. Kind of stupid. Be about the league. Less about the players. Move on. Yep, absolutely. OK, great. Which young wide receiver, since we kind of talked NFL a little bit there, which yeah. young wide receiver quarterback duo will have the best year? Joe Burrow. Okay. Jamar Chase. Yep. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Um, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Hey, look at that. I remembered his name. Tua. For you. Jalen yep. Waddle. Yep. And there's one more. Uh, there's. Uh, I'm going to let you figure this out. Uh, there's Tua, Jalen Waddle, and. And I have no idea. So between those three. I was trying to think of who are the other young, young players were. Um, so, if you go off of like MB, like explosiveness, ability, like highest ceiling, you go Eagles and Devonte Smith, Jalen Hurts. Um, I think it's between. It's hard. Okay, 
they every all three of those quarterbacks have something to prove. Okay, um, yep. Tua proves that he's not glass. Hertz proves that it wasn't just a you know it wasn't just because he could move better. Yep. Burrow proves that he can stay healthy for a full season. Yes. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to find it here. I am paying attention. Continue. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, the the wide receivers they're all new. They're all rookies, so we don't know what they can have. And like we said last week, the wide receivers are a dime a dozen. They're hit or miss. They could pop off. They could not pop off. So it really depends on what your quarterback looks like. Who has the biggest upside? So. Off of that logic, you have to go burrow Jamar Chase because I think he has the biggest upside. But I think um, Waddle and um, Tua have the most to lose. So that could also be the case. Um, so I don't think it's Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts. My my gut tells me it's Jamar Chase and um, Joe Burrow just because I think they have, they're the like, so, Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow could be just as good as, so the, Joe Burrow could be the next like Tom Brady kind of-esque, not really, but yes, if he wants to be. Next Aaron Rodgers type player, um, which is a whole nother crap storm that's happening, but yeah. So the problem with, did you find uh, them yet? I'm looking. Sure. All right, hold up. Ta- let's go on a tangent here. Who is the Who are the young quarterbacks that are in the league? You have Daniel Jones. It's not yeah. the Giants. No. It's not Carolina. It's not Tua. No. Okay. It's not Atlanta. He has Kyle Pitts, and he's no. not young. It's not New Orleans. Yep. Not the Texans or it's the not Cowboys. The 49ers. Yep. Uh, is it Herbert? Did he get a guy in San Diego? No, they got a line. Nope. They have Keenan Allen. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's not the Chargers. Right. Is it the Colts? They drafted O-line too, I'm pretty sure. Nope, not okay. the Colts. Do you just want to look through the first round? It's, no, it, it, it's fine. It really doesn't matter. Uh, looking through the first round so, while you're talking. So the... I I, br- I I wanted to talk about this because Devontae Smith believes that it's him and Jalen are the best duo. The problem is with that is... Jalen Hurts is still people are have lost their minds. Jalen Hurts still can't still has not proven that his ability to consistently throw from the pocket. Jalen Hurts is a just the power version of Lamar Jackson. That's all he is. And Lamar Jackson at this point is a better thrower than Jalen Hurts. The biggest upside is Jamar Chase, who has the NFL ready body and Joe Burrow, who played half a season already. Yeah. Yeah. I think Rashad Bateman by chance and there's Rashad Bateman was drafted. So he would be um, Mm -hmm. sorry. And the other one would actually be um, the New York Giants. They drafted a wide receiver as well. Mm. Those would be like your two underdogs kind of deal. You're wild. Yeah, I'm not. It's not who you were thinking of, but continue on with what you're saying. I think the sleeper is Jalen Waddle and Tua. That's what I said. They have the most to lose. Right. Well, no, it's not that they have the most to gain. Jalen Waddle's speed is Tyreek Hill. No, no, no. I think they have. I think what's holding that that pair back isn't the wide receiver. It's the quarterback more. 
but I, I don't think Tua got a fair shake at the end of sh- last season. Sure, I'm not. I'm not saying that, but Tua's out in two years if he doesn't perform. Right. I don't think Jalen Hurts or Joe Burrow are out in two years if they don't necessarily perform as much. Right. Just no, whether no, I, I, yeah. I agree. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase just yeah. because I think that they're the most NFL ready. However, I think that I I honestly don't think that Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts even enter the, the conversation. I think Devontae Smith is that good that he could, that he might be able to drag along Jalen Hurts. Yeah. But I just think Tua and Waddle, I, I think, I, mark it now, uh, uh, May 13th, Tua is going to have an excellent season. And Waddle's going to be a big part of that. Oh, for sure. I think Waddle is the type of guy who you say, he's like Tyree Kill. You say, go run a just straight, and he will run past the corner. And as long as Tua puts it on the money, which is what he did in college, it's a touchdown every time. Yeah, we're assuming that they can. um, can, Oh, Brian Flores is their coach. He's a new guy, isn't he? No, he's been there for like three years. I'm just trying to think. This is his second year, yeah. 2019. Yeah, it 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 was some it, it was another teammate tandem that got hooked up through the draft, and I don't know who it is. Another teammate? Is it the? Oh, are you thinking of um, Najee Harris and Trevor Lawrence? Travis Etienne and Travis Trevor Etienne. Lawrence? I'm sorry. I no I. I don't think. I mean, maybe I am. I, I don't know. You know, I that's saw the, the Instagram thing, and up. I should have say I should have screenshotted it and put it in. But that's fine. You know me. This, like I said, this is the worstest podcast on the internet. Yeah, and you know. All right. To take this down to apologize to absolutely nobody. It's almost funnier faster. I'm it, not gonna it is lie. almost <laughs> funnier faster. Almost kind of leave it, but also kind of not. No, we're not leaving it. It's too um, funny. But- so, as promised, steroids and tennis balls are the exact same. Would you like to hear okay. why? Is that is this what you mean? You have in you have in the notes Bob Buffert equals Lance Armstrongs. Yeah, and then uh, laying in bed last night, I wanted to think about how I wanted to make steroids this porn. and tennis balls. Okay, walk me through this. I'm curious. Okay, all right. You've piqued my interest, good sir. All right. So, thank you. So you got to give me a little rope here without... Uh, you You have okay. a very long leash. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So first of all, Bob Baffert, who is a trainer, a horse okay. trainer, has trained and wa- and has entered s- many horses into the he's, Kentucky he's won the Derby. Last, he, he's won the last four Kentucky Derbies. His horses right. And won he's won seven total Kentucky yeah. Derbies, which is most all time. Okay. Great. The so he's money. In, Right. He's an excellent trainer. His horse, uh, Medina Spirit, Spirit Medina, Medina Spirit. It's that one. Yeah. Got busted for having a, um, a past the legal limit of beta methadone, which is a steroid in the, in the body, an anti-inflammatory. Okay. Great. So, and of course he's denying it. And then this week, mom, who has been, uh, a part who has been following this story throughout the week because of the sports fan we turned her into now through this podcast. Nice. She sent me that job, now mom. he's claiming that an ointment, yeah. he didn't know how much excess steroids was in an ointment. And so it's, it, it, sh- it shouldn't be counted against him because he has been banned from Churchill Downs, which is where they run the Kentucky Derby. Okay. 
couple th- couple things here before sure. you get in. That is this, but just just two horse people are weird. Yep. One, that is the stupidest thing ever. Yep. You're gonna you're ban date, a guy if you, from if a. If you're dating a girl who likes horses, run the other direction. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but that is this. You ban them from the from Churchill. To, like, what are guys? Well, the only reason people go there is to a wear hats and b drink mint juleps and get sloshed. Okay, that's the only and, reason and, people and watch get, horses. Go there. So yeah. so. But here's the thing. He's had five other horses this year already test positive. Okay. Okay. So so it's a trend. And, but I have a feeling and, and, it's, kind, and it's kind of like uh, athletic. Everybody's doing it. It, it. It's it's. I have a feeling. Yes, you are correct. It's like NASCAR. If you ain't if you ain't trying to cheat, you ain't trying. It's like one of those. Like NASCAR. Nice. NASCAR. Just NASCAR for that? is. Well, Dad, here's the deal. I'm the best there, there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Crew chiefs get suspended all the time for cheating. Cars are are marked illegal at the end of every race because, because they're trying to take shortcuts and cheat all the time. So I have a feeling that's horse rain, but that's besides the point. The big steroid scandals always follow four main things. Yeah. Okay? They deny. Yep. No matter what. Yep. They give you a plausible, albeit far-reaching explanation of why. And that's where <laughs> nice. we're at with, 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 with the Bob ointment. Yeah. Yep. And Lance Armstrong did the exact same thing. Roger Clemens, then, who do you want to put in there? Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. Yep. They will then start throwing people under the bus. Okay, that's so next. they will yep. either say, if I'm going down, you're going down with me. Or Trainers, it, was, it was this guy's Equipment ball, managers. Right. You got it. The person who del- Ryan Braun, it was the person who delivered his drug sample to the yep. drug testing person. Yep. And then they will finally admit it. So we are at phase After two. After they retire and made all the money. Right. This is we are at phase two of phase four yep. with Mr. Baffert. Yeah. So this is where steroids are like tennis balls. Okay. One of our sponsors, Duke. Yeah. Uh, my dog, Duke, yeah. who is our sponsor. The goodest boy. The goodest boy loves tennis balls yeah okay if i am holding a tennis ball oh he came half he came he heard me say his name he came halfway up the stairs and stopped if i hold a tennis ball out he will sit and he will stare at that tennis ball and he will follow me around as long as i have it in my hand he will follow me around anywhere right yeah if i put it in my pocket Mm -hmm. and show him both my hands just like this on the screen for those of you watching on youtube these are my hands. They're yeah. quite large. <laughs> um, they, he is smart enough to know yeah. that I put the ball in my pocket. And just because I'm showing him that I don't have anything, he knows that I still have it. So Bob Baffert can show us his hands. Yeah. All he wants, Alex Rodriguez, Lance Armstrong, you name it. Again, yeah. you name it. They could show us their hands all they want, but we know that the tennis ball is in their pocket. Yeah. Duke will then follow me around, jumping at me, getting all hype, um, sniffing my pockets frantically, pushing me with his nose, trying to get the tennis ball. It became personal with me. Trying to get the tennis ball. Exactly. It will become personal for him. Okay? So, I'm just asking you, Bob Baffert, as soon as I take the tennis ball out of my pocket and give it to Duke, he will run away and play with it and forget that I tried to lie to him by saying, yeah. I don't have the tennis ball. 
Yeah. So Bob Baffert, Alex Rodriguez, who's already done this, Lance Armstrong, who's already done this, and has proven. Just give us the tennis ball already. That is, you've made a lot of sense in my life. You know, Thank growing you. Growing up with you. Thank you. Just that's that's top five. That's top you. five sense made and examples given. Thank you. No? Give us the tennis ball. We'll run off and forget that you were lying to us, even though we knew you were lying to us. Yeah, uh, be, I mean, I mean, and you want a perfect example of this? Alex Rodriguez got caught, lied, did the whole phase one, phase two, phase three, came out, got suspended, uh, uh, got suspended a whole year, came back, admitted he did steroids, blah, 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 came back, hit 20 some home runs, retired. Uh, and then either, either that year or it was the next year got is now the main, uh, the main analyst on Sunday ESPN, Sunday night baseball. Yep. And does pre and post game for Fox of yep. postseason baseball. Yep. And don't we forget now the, owns the, now owns, and ha, the, now owns the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota Timberwolves. Sorry. We have completely forgotten that for. Ever, he was throwing people under the bus saying, I don't have the tennis ball. I don't have the tennis ball. What are you talking about? When it when we knew it was in his pocket the whole time. Lance Armstrong, throwing people under the bus, doing all this stuff. And now he finally, he went on Oprah, he gave us the tennis ball, and now everyone's forgotten about Lance Armstrong until probably this podcast. So you're right. welcome, Lance Armstrong. So all I'm saying is, just let's just skip phase three, throwing people under the bus, getting reckon your career and let's just confess Churchill Downs will forget about it eventually or maybe they won't you'll still train horses who will who then you'll enter in the Kentucky Derby under another trainer's name yeah you'll still get a cut of it and we'll all forget right. about Bob Baffert because guess what you're only relevant three times a year yeah yeah okay and so <laughs> you're only relevant on the national sports stage Three times a year. So, buddy, you're not even, I mean, you're basically Lance Armstrong, who was only relevant once One a time year. a year, yeah, for like a week or whatever. For, uh, uh, because of the Tour de France. Right. You're doing, better than, you're doing better than uh, Clemens and A-Rod. They were on TV every day. So yeah, just. And they had a freaking, they had to go in front of Congress. Just show us the ball. Just show us the ball. Give us the ball and we'll all be better for we'll it. We'll be fine. Okay. All You're right. still a good trainer, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not because of the. Well, no, I'm sure that most of it is the steroids, but let's unless, just... yeah, I don't know. Well, show us that it's not. You know, put your money where your mouth is. Also, I would hate to be the guy that has to take a freaking urine sample from a horse. Uh, it's blood work, not. It urine. is blood. Okay, it I wasn't is. sure if steroids was a pee test or not. Yeah, no. In humans, it's a pee test okay. and a blood test and some of anyway. Nice. So whatever. So everyone. Give your dogs tennis balls. They will appreciate it. They will love it. They know that you have them. Also, uh, like this video. Subscribe to our channel. We yep. love uh, putting these videos on for you. Listen, I've had a cold this week. I've been dead tired. But guess what? This is... Uh, I, I made a special time. Oh, shout out to Brittany and Paul from my job. They let me leave work uh, before we were truly oh. done with it. To Thank come you. shoot this podcast. Speaking of, here is the tennis well, ball. Deck, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. That's for what is it, Brittany and Josh? You said, uh, Brittany and Paul. 
Brittany and Paul. That's for you. Yes. You get your very own piss excellence. Yes. Brittany and Paul, you guys are the best. So thank you very much for letting me do this. Thank you everyone for tuning into this episode. This has been the 4th and 1 Podcast. As always, wash your hands because y'all are filthy animals. We'll be back next week to preview the NBA playoffs and hopefully we'll get some drama in the playing games. I, of course, am Micaiah. That, of course, is Simeon. Duke, of course, is our sponsor. Peace out. God bless. Take it easy.